0: welcome back to well that's interesting the only podcast that's desperately trying to watch the national dog show without having to subscribe to something (laughs) oh my god it's impossible we we can't hi marissa Uh,
1: i we can't watch this goddamn dog show i know it's supposed to be one of the few free things that you get on thanksgiving happy thanksgiving by the way and uh, it's impossible to watch this year. We looked very hard. So if you also really wanted to watch the dog show, uh, listen to this. Because,
0: Instead, you because know. we decided to record, even yeah. though we, we could have watched puppies yeah. or cute dogs anyway.
1: And we're free. <laughs> we are free. Because we love
0: you. We're free. Uh, all you have to do is rate us on yeah. Apple. That's a thing you can do. That's free. It yeah. helps us. Helps everybody. You are gonna rate the dogs. <laughs> That's right. Judge us. Judge <laughs> That's us. That's right. Put your hand in an uncomfortable spot and judge us. <laughs> Give us a squeeze. Make us run around the ring a little bit. Yeah. And we then, will. You know, to check our teeth. Yeah. Compare us
1: to uh, what was it? The doggo
0: Argentino. Yes,
1: the new, new dog. breed alert.
0: Yes, we did research it before
1: we figured out that we can't watch the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there are three new breeds Dago, Argentino, and just like The the greatest name for a breed.
1: Amazing. We got so pumped up for all these dogs. I think this podcast is now about the dog show that we didn't see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Fine. Be that way, NBC. Fuckers. We'll just uh, talk about uh, episode 015. What if you stood in front of the world, the world's loudest speakers? Great question.
1: I got to know because I think I might have done it in my (laughs) early 20s once. And nothing
0: has been the same since. Uh, Okay. But let's start quiet. How about that? Very, very, very fucking quiet. And then we'll turn this fucker up to 11. How's that sound? Let's do it. I'm ready. Now, picture it. It's the summer of Boomer Love 1969. And a young Steve Orfield is fresh out of college. Like most of us, Steve's first job totally blew. He worked as a salesman in the furniture industry, selling cubicles that offered state-of-the-art, air quotes, speech privacy. Hmm. Meaning, supposedly, you wouldn't be able to hear your coworker arguing with their spouse over the phone in the next office. Hmm. But this was the early 70s at this point, and quiet technology just couldn't silence the amount of drugs everyone was on. So, Steve recognized the flaws in this equipment and realized there's an industry here just waiting to be perfected. Thus began Orfield Laboratories, located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, it sounds very like a science fiction novel. It's super weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, companies can test the physical effects of their product's sounds. Um, let me read that one more time. <laughs> companies can test the physical effects their product sounds have on consumers, oh. and scientists can perform studies without external interference. Uh, for example, Harley-Davidson uses the lab to measure how the sound of motorcycles impacts hearing. Wow! Uh, there's even been studies on how lighting in retirement homes affects the cognitive functions of its residents. What? Now, the lab is truly known for the anechoic chamber. Now, would you like to describe, I'm going to pull up a photo here, this anechoic chamber?
1: I would love to. It looks very 70s. It's <laughs> uh, how to describe. Okay, so it looks like the walls are these sort of wooden uh, shelves that alternate between vertical and horizontal. So mm-hmm. there are three vertical, three horizontal, over and over again, You got to see this picture because I'm very bad at describing it. You're doing great. And uh, in the middle, and it's a small room, it's a square room, as far as I can tell, the middle of the room looks like a speaker
0: on a tripod. There you go. Bam. Perfect. Perfect description. Thanks. Uh, The room, this room, may be the quietest place on earth. Barely any sound makes its way in, and it is nearly completely void of reverberation. That means 99 to 100% of sound out of your mouth or a Harley is totally absorbed by those three foot fiberglass wedges. Ah, Those are those things you're describing. are fiberglass, okay. The sound of your voice or the rev of an engine travels through the air and then disappears. Mm. In the normal world, or a normal room even, uh, those sound waves travel far and wide, knocking into objects, creating echoes and distortions that actually help us orient ourselves and other objects in space and shit. Now, most quiet rooms produce about 30 decibels of feedback, uh, either because they're just not sealed so well or the, they're just not padded well enough, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this place produces negative 13 decibels, a sound way below anything a human can hear. Wow. So, if you find yourself locked in this room, in the dark some freaky shit happens. Oh my God. Like what? <laughs> so let's get locked in. and Let's find out. No, I don't want to get locked in.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: I'm yes standing. Yes, lock us in. Uh, almost immediately, your body tries to adapt to the soundlessness, um, straining to pick up smaller and smaller noises. In fact, all the noises you start to pick up are coming from your own body. What? According to Steve, within 10 minutes, your ears start to buzz. Oh, my God. Shortly after, you hear your own heart beating and blood flow. Uh. You hear your own lungs inflate Uh. and your stomach digesting. No! (laughs) You can even hear your joints rubbing together. I know. By 30 minutes, most people fall over from disorientation. According to Verge.com, the longest time anyone has been able to stay inside this room alone and in the dark is 45 minutes. Oh my
1: God, this is horrifying. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: now, but now I want to
1: do it for like two minutes.
0: <laughs> Popside.com asked Steve about his interactions with the room, and he said, quote, I don't go in often. I have a mechanical heart valve, and I can't stand the whirl of its machine-like clicks for too long. Wow. End quote, yeah. So that's our preview for today's episode. <sighs> Silence can drive you mad, but let's find out what the loudest noise may do to you Oh my
2: god! after the break. Ah. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Dot com, And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
0: We're the All Creatures Podcast. Each week, Angie and I explore and share amazing details about the many animals we share our world with.
1: Plus, Chris and I are both PhD scientists and educators. So we do the deep dives in the scientific research and then come back and share what we learn in a fun and casual way. We also speak with other scientists,
0: animal experts, activists, and many other conservation enthusiasts from all over the planet. So you can find the All Creatures Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. Jill Chacha here from Well, That's Interesting. And I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We're We're so back. We're so back and so still not
1: watching the dog show. No dogs. By the way, if you figure out how to watch it for free, like the free as possible, like not a free trial, <laughs> DM us at that's Well That's
0: Interesting Pod on Instagram. That's right. Teach us a hacking thing. Yeah, teach us, you kids,
1: you eighteen to twenty three year olds <laughs> who are listening. We, probably, see, you. Probably we see you. Probably younger. We see you. Probably younger.
0: Okay, now uh, before we crank the shit up. Let's just take a look at what sound is, actually. Um, Ye old Dictionary describes it as, quote, continuous and regular vibrations, and basically pressure waves moving through the air. Um, And because sound is a physical thing, it could hurt you real bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Have you ever heard of something called long-range acoustic devices, or LRAD? No. Okay. How about um, a sound cannon? (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, but now I'm nervous.
0: (laughs) Um, According to Pitchfork.com, the Long Range Acoustic Device, or LRAD, is a speaker system and a sound energy weapon developed in the early 2000s for use by, you guessed it, the U.S. military. Oh, no. That's right. And of course, whenever those boys have, the other little boys want too, meaning police departments. Oh, no. (laughs) Where there's a protest... There's an RAD system, and it can be used as a PA system uh, to give, like, commands to a crowd to disperse and shit, but that's not fun for the jerk-offs in blue. Of course not. What they really like to use it for is something called the deterrent tone. Oh, no. it right. sounds <laughs> bad. <laughs> Again, according to Pitchfork, quote, the Rad made one of its earliest appearances in the U.S., policing at the 2004 Republican National Convention in New York City, uh, which fun side note, I was there with my family marching, which was fun. Uh, It was later used against Black Lives Matter protests in Ferguson Mm. and New York, and at the protests uh, against the Dakota Access Pipeline in Standing Rock. The precise number of police departments that own LRADS is unknown, but they are relatively easy for departments to acquire under the federal program known as 1033. Which gives law enforcement and other municipal agencies access to surplus military equipment. End quote. Yeah. Oof. Now I'm gonna play one example of a sound cannon. Um, this was used against protester. This was used mm-hmm. against protesters at the G20 summit in Pittsburgh back in 2009. Okay. okay. So we're just gonna have ourselves a listen here. Okay.
1: Oh, God!
0: Oh, my God. No. Okay. A little longer? You good? No, stop. Stop! <laughs> I can't! Okay. Uh, now, can you just uh, just describe... Like the crowd and how the police looked in that video.
1: Um, okay, crowd immediately ran. Everyone ran, kind of put their heads down, ran. Yeah. The police, though, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if my ears are still ringing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. My head is throbbing. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that I'm sorry. the coffee or is that <laughs> the, the thing? Um, it's uh, the police seemed okay. i guess they had earplugs Mm -hmm. or something in their helmets they were wearing helmets um yeah yeah what's going on there
0: so yeah and the crowd itself wasn't that big Uh, which uh, honestly i think there were more police oh yeah and they were not doing anything yeah they they were were standing around just walking yeah uh so obviously to us as viewers watching a youtube video I mean, that sound was mostly kind of annoying. It affected you a little bit. Yeah. Like, um, it made my heart beat a lot yeah, faster. Yeah, my heart is like racing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, for those folks on the street, those decibels were acting like little police batons, walking, at, like whacking at the hairs and inner eardrum of everyone not protected. Oh um, sound cannons can reportedly emit pulses of up to 162 decibels, And just as a reference, sound at 150 decibels is like standing next to a jet engine, which could easily blow out your eardrum.
1: Oh, my God. So these people could have been affected for the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their
1: hearing could have been completely wiped out if someone was really sensitive or just
0: close enough. Exactly right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's very irresponsible. Well. We'll talk a little bit about it. Um, yeah. Now this video wasn't an example of 162 decibels, but judging by how quickly civilians hauled ass out of there, it must have been painful. Yeah. Uh, quoting Pitchfork, a person's distance from the sound, duration of exposure, and pre-existing body conditions all contribute to their experience and long-term impacts of the LRAD. Short-term exposure to loud noise, like the LRAD's deterrent tone, may cause a sensation of stuffed or ringing ears, known as tinnitus. Mm-hmm. Um, this may seize after minutes of after exposure or last for days. Other sound injury system, uh, symptoms include headaches, nausea, sweating, vertigo, and loss of balance. Signs of more serious injury include vomiting and mucus or blood from the ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> exposure to acute loud sounds, can tear eardrums and destroy the hair cells and the uh, cochlea, which causes permanent hearing loss, end Mm. quote. Uh, It should be noted in the video, uh, we didn't go towards the end, but uh, if you roll, just if if you go to Pitchfork and just like search for the LRAD, you'll see that video. Um, That massive truck carrying the sound cannon, uh, it just lawyers. In the neighborhood, it just loiters and just sits there and no. continued to emit those pulses even after the crowd dispersed, um, which means the residents in the neighborhood were exposed to this fucking pulse for an unknown period of time.
1: I was going to say, people live there. Yeah, it
0: was a regular neighborhood in that video. Oh it was just, my
1: god. Yeah.
0: And that truck was just... Just think of like a double parked truck in your neighborhood and instead of just sitting there. It's just... Emitting these gig- <laughs> these painful pulses. That's just disgusting. Ah, now this this shit isn't fun. It's a bummer. Uh, so for fun, we're gonna have to leave the United States and talk about massive horns.
1: <laughs> Fuck <laughs> so, yeah, massive horns. That's right. Let's
0: do it. Uh, one particular horn uh, at the large European acoustic facility in the Netherlands. Uh, That's what we're going to talk about. Here's a photo of it. Uh, you want to describe the photo of this horn?
1: I would love to. (laughs) Mostly I would like to talk about the person in the foreground (laughs) of the photo. Um, Wait, okay, let me talk about the horn, and then I'll talk about this awesome person. Okay, so it looks like, this looks like something from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the scary version. Uh, I think the one from, it was the 70s, right? Yeah. Okay, so it looks like that it looks like this sort of minty green wall and then what takes up most of the wall is this funnel going into the wall so it's like it keeps getting deeper and deeper it's white it looks like you're almost looking like a in someone's ear yeah and uh, it kind of ends in a little hole and then next to it is this uh very excited looking technician i'm guessing he is smiling, he's pressing some sort of button on the wall. <laughs> he is pumped about whatever is happening yeah.
0: here. Yeah, he's really enjoying life. He's he is <laughs> he's... living his
1: best horn life. <laughs> and I'm so happy for him. Um, Unless he's hurting
0: people. Um, and I l- no thanks. Luckily, no. This is a really okay. nice <laughs> This is a really nice example of like technology being used for like good and shit. Amazing. It's good. Like, good, nerdy, adorable purposes, uh, and very necessary purposes. The whole point of this thing is to shoot sound of up to 154 decibels at computer parts, satellite parts, and really anything that will be sent into space, all to determine if those parts can survive the intense noise of a launch and not break. Ah, yeah, yeah, I like good. that. Yeah, very nerdy. Very nerdy. It's not being shot at people. It's very nice. Awesome. Um, <laughs> for safety measures, the horn is surrounded by a uh, foot and a half thick walls made of steel reinforced uh, concrete, uh, and those walls are painted with a resin that reflect noise back into the chamber. So that's Aww. that minty, fresh minty it's, green it's on the very, wall. It's seventies mint. Yes, that's what I would call it. Uh, it also only operates when the doors are closed, so this is very responsible, and they're just not letting the thing rip and affect everyone in the neighborhood. It's it's really nice of them just to... Yeah, safety. That's very nice. That's why he's smiling. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get a little hypothetical here, though. Okay, let's and do it. I'm ready. Say we went on a European vacation. Pumped already. Uh, specifically to the Netherlands, and we stood in front of this horn. Okay. And let's say the horn could, like, emit sound... Of up to like two hundred decibels mm, I would pass on this day trip <laughs> <laughs> but let's let 's talk about it, okay, so what would happen? Of course, immediately we'd go deaf, yeah. uh, blowing out our eardrum and such, uh, but other fun things would happen too. Uh, now, when sound travels right, it pushes and compresses air, and this makes a few of our body parts that have air in them pretty damn vulnerable. Oh, no. uh, Parts like our lung and GI tract.
1: Uh-oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, for, I'm seeing the future and it's,
0: it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Our intestines, though, are pretty tough. It would take something like a shockwave from a bomb for them to rupture. Okay. Uh, so right now, we feel cramping and super, super nauseous as air tries to escape from our butts. Oh. Uh, not as embarrassing, but very much more deadly. Our lung tissue would practically explode. Um, Quote, (laughs) extreme sound vibrations could cause rapid overexpansion and destroy the small alveoli sacs that line your lungs. Alveoli are the key intermediary between your lungs and blood that allow uh, the gas exchange to take place. Without your alveoli, you wouldn't oxygenate and your blood and your lungs would be useless. End quote. That's horrifying, but I also want to say avioli is the cutest
1: word in the world. It makes me think of very small ravioli, and uh, no one
0: needed to know that. <laughs> not, a, not a soul in it, the world. I think everybody thought of pasta. It's like really important pasta in your body. Body
1: pasta. Body pasta. Oh, <laughs> your lung pasta. You don't want to hurt your
0: lung pasta. Your lung pasta. Uh, so, yeah, in some we'd suffocate, literally being smothered to death by sound. Um, yeah, wow. and that quote was from uh, And Then You're Dead by Cody Cassidy.
1: This makes me think, like, what is even the point of, like, a nuclear weapon when you could just have this horn?
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, different ways to kill people. Yeah. You know, that's... <laughs> So, Let's just that, not do any of it. That's just, Let's so, just so not let
1: good. us watch the dog show. <laughs> that's all we wanted. I just wanted to watch the dog
0: <sighs> show. It's well, fine. I'll get yeah. over it. Okay, I won't. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, if you think you know suffocating by sound is a weird way to go, uh, some Americans said, "Hold my beer." Uh, the CDC has something called a national death index. Okay. Uh, give it a Google and. Once you reach the website, you can access yearly reports that compile how people died. Oh. And being smothered by sound is not the weirdest thing. Oh. I really didn't know how to end the episode, so I just looked this stuff up. I love it. So, in 2016, there were some standouts. Um, One person died of scarlet fever. Oh, no. How did that happen? No idea. (laughs) Uh, One person died in a boiler explosion. Oh, that's embarrassing. One person died during the administration of an enema. Even more embarrassing. Now, two people died from exposure to sunlight, which could mean sunstroke, but I'm not sure because there wasn't an explanation. But... How did that happen? I thought we were all staying inside. Oh, this
1: is 2016.
0: <laughs> Back uh, when we left
1: the apartment.
0: Yeah, every now and then. Uh, four people died of botulism, which oh, is one of the goodness. worst fucking deaths I can think of. Yeah. Um And... Lastly, sure, five people died after coming in contact with a ven- venomous spider, but eight people died while hand gliding.
1: So. You know what? <laughs> hand gliding, I've never trusted it. Uh, it's always stressed yeah. me uh, out, and I'm not going to do it. No. And you know what else I'm not going to do? I'm not going to watch that dog show. <laughs> uh, we'll see how many
0: times I can bring it up. Um, this was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, check out that website. You want to do something on Thanksgiving Day? (laughs) Way to celebrate it. Father your neighbors. Ah. And I guess stay interesting. Please do.